we have done so far like 54000 individuals counseling and that brings changes like mm, mental health scenario in bangladesh so we can do that right and that gives us the confidence to our team as well at the same time we have created content in bangla so there are many content in english and most of the english we wanted to educate people to promote the mental health awareness to the people so people can speak or can share their thoughts to the right people so that's why we have created many content to bridge between the people to our counselor or to the expert right so this is like a bridge and this is the one of the channel to reach out the people and apart from that we have a research team we researched like contemporary mental health issues as well as the ongoing issues and data we're working on that because in bangladesh we didn't have enough proper research on mental health topics right and apart from that we have a exciting project with the redeemed garments worker especially the women worker you know that we are the first organization and company to work for the workers well-being in the factory and we see the huge life changing impact on their life and that's really motivates us to do more work and in 2020 we have established a well-being center in one of the factory not the tosifai in the outside of dhaka in gazipur and that was like well-being center for the worker and at the factory there are like 18000 worker so they take the services from that Hey everyone, I'm Dean Long, the host of Lifeline Podcast, where we are going to have deep conversations with changemakers from all around the world, working hard every day to make the world a better place. My guests share about their journey, what impact they are having, what are the challenges, successes and lessons learned along the way, and I hope you can take away a few things from these role models and apply it to your own journey as a changemaker. If you like this episode, you can share it with two of your friends, put a five-star review or comment on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or YouTube, and of course, subscribe to receive every episode and continue learning from all these role models. All right, let's get started with today's episode and I hope you enjoy. In today's episode, you will meet Tawida Shiropa, who is a social entrepreneur from Bangladesh providing access to mental health services for all with Monal Bondu. and she was a former journalist with the daily Pratham Alo which is the largest circulated newspaper in Bangladesh she shares her journey discovering the world of mental health as her mother struggled with depression and how she started Monal Bondu to break the taboo around mental health and provide relevant support services to as many people as possible when you are in crisis you can count on us is our motto and they have benefited more than 2 million people in Bangladesh so far by providing counselors a 24/7 hotline the first certified online course in Bengali physical centers in garment factories and much more we also go through her career as a renowned journalist for 11 years and how she had to prove herself three times 
as an aspiring writer, as a youth, and as a woman to find success. She has received multiple awards acknowledging her amazing work from UNDP, UN Women, YCLE, Acumen, and many, many more. So I hope that you enjoy this two-hour episode and see you next time. Cool. Hey, hi, hi, Shilopa. Uh, so, 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 so happy to have you on Lifeline today. I will just start by saying every time that you share with me that you listen to <laughs> the, all the episodes of Lifeline. It makes me so happy. Uh, I think the, the best is when you actually, I actually interview, I mean, you know, like with this interview, it's like closing the loop, right? So, so maybe, I wonder if you will listen to your own episode since you listen to all the episodes. <laughs> we'll see. Um, but yeah, no, no, so happy. I always start, as you know, by reminding a bit how I know my guest. Uh, in your case, I don't remember exactly the exact months, but I think I hear from you and Monel Bondu a lot, like probably every week. <laughs> There's some updates that Nisha or Aggie from the Youth Club team share with us. Uh, but yeah, I had the chance to be involved in some events with you in some panel discussions where I was a moderator and you were the inspiring guest. Uh, so each time we know that wherever you are speaking, that you will inspire everyone. So it's like uh, <laughs> always good to have you. And yeah, this time I'm so happy because I mainly know you via your work uh, at Monal Bondu. Uh, so we'll speak about this, of course. But also I'm so excited to explore all the journey that led you to Monal Bondu. So I was you know, stalking you a lot everywhere. So I saw that you, know, you were a journalist for 11 years. So it's so cool. Uh, so yeah, I mean, we'll speak about everything. And... Um, and yeah, just to get started, would you like to introduce yourself, who you are, where you are calling from, and just, you know, anything that you want to share to start? Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm so happy and super excited. And thank you for having me today. And uh, I feel honored, really, because I really love your uh, Lifeline podcast. And you have mentioned, like, I like and love each of your episodes. And that's really uh, being some motivation for myself as well. And, you know, sometimes I feel low or I feel not well when I see or listen some other people's struggles or stories. And that personally uh, gives me like more motivation, more inspiration, to do more impactful work. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much for having me today and inviting me uh, for this show. And, you know, my name is Tohida Shiropa, and I love my name. Shiropa <laughs> means champion. So I always mention, like, I, I'm a born champion. So that kidding, the kidding part, apart from that, so uh, I'm the founder and CEO of Monervundu. Monervundu is a mental health care and well-being platform. Uh, we're working since 2016 for accessible and affordable mental health care for everyone, for all ages people, for all socioeconomic backgrounds, people in Bangladesh. And uh, yeah, I have a, a 
I think I have a wonderful journey with my career, with my surrounding people. I started my career when I was like 18. So then, then that time I was started working Bangladesh leading daily newspaper, the Daily Prathamala. And I was the contributing writer, first of all, and I didn't have any clue how to write, how to <laughs> story write. But my friends are, some of my friends are working there and they uh, brought me to the newspaper. So to spend more time with my friends. So that's the first thing I never mentioned uh, anywhere to this story and uh, about the story. And apart from that, uh, I'm, I came from a small town. I'm a very small town girl uh, in the northern part of Bangladesh. That is like uh, this uh, this very small town. And we that, that town was very peaceful. And we know each other. This small town, you know, the small town story, everyone knows each other. But when I was came to Dhaka, um, when I was 18 for my higher studies, so I didn't know much people in Dhaka. So I think my story, my journey started from there. So, yeah. <laughs> wow, cool. I already have one million questions uh, in my mind. Um Okay, let's start. I, I love that you mentioned, you know, your home place, hometown, because I love starting with that. And then I think everything makes a lot of sense then to hear all the journey. But yeah, would you maybe uh, like share what were your... Yeah, why? Okay, so I have two questions in one. But the first one is, do you remember or did you have any childhood dreams? You know, things that you wanted to do when you were younger? And then why did you say that your journey started at 18? Like what happened uh, until you were 18? So basically, um, uh, when I was in my hometown, I, I have like always dreamed I wanted to be a doctor always. always. So I don't want to be a, like social entrepreneur or like a writer or journalist or nothing like that. So I was always very studious, very major student. So I was always placing in classes. So and back of my mind, I wanted to help people and I wanted to support people. That's just, that was like my built-in, I think, qualities in, from my childhood. And uh, when I was uh, 15, and then that time my parents got separated. And that, I think that that's the first thing uh, that's, I think I feel, I feel like devastated, I shattered because I love my parents that time. And when you know, you know, sometimes the life turns you differently, you have to take the, I think, will to drive it, right? So I'm the... Uh, uh, elder child of my like uh, of my parents and I yeah and I know I I supported I wanted to support my mom so yeah she's a single mother and this is like I think that time when I was young and I, like I, I was going through that adolescent time and one incident that like bring me 
more maturity in my life, in my thought process. And you know, my younger brother, she's when he's like he's still that was that time he was in young, he's four years younger than me. And he, we didn't understand what else things are like going around us. So uh, so that time I feel like I have to support my mom, I have to support my family. So and uh, and like all my thinking process all my you know one one thing or one event um, bring me to take many decision I am and I'm, and I'm always very friendly but not very expressive like I I didn't always uh, I always did not show properly show my emotions to other people right so that that was that, that was a thing i think i am struggling that time and uh, and i that time i think like i have to do something to of support family for that why i was always i mentioned i'm always very studious very rigorous my novelis uh, my my academic result was quite good so and so i understand that if i like uh, take uh, the higher studies as well as if I uh, take some like the um, the coaching centers I think uh, classes if I do some part-time work that's that might be help my family so and uh, and I came to Dhaka I started uh, my um, I think new journey because of I I my mother uh, dropped me a missionary a christian hostel you know the this is this called is like ywca the young women christian christian associations so and that's that hostel environment was completely different uh my like my uh previous experience like I mean, we had like very, I think, uh, small family, and my mother's always very. She loved me a lot, so I didn't do my own work before that, you know. So, and I have to do everything. And the WWC hostels has many. They have like many rules and regulations. You have to have uh, maintain that, right? And of course, the respectfully. So you you have to show respect to other religions, peoples, and others. Uh, the, 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 we are staying there like the uh, fifty girls in the hostel. So everyone have the everything is like a maintain is the uh, they like maintain with a clock and everything is and I think that particular time it didn't do any other thing on that time, right? And and of course, I wanted to mention that I, when I was, uh, when my mother uh, brought me here and when I see the room, it's like uh, 11 people staying in the same room. So uh, that was like, uh, that was quite difficult initially, the first bit. And my bed is like the bunk bed. So I have to, and uh, they they uh, allocated my bed in that upper bed. So I feel like, oh my god, I think I I'm gonna fall from the bed, and I didn't, and I feel like I feel scared. <laughs> and that 
day, the ho- the hostel supervisor, I think, she uh, described all the rules and regulations. And first night, the first night was like that was different. I I think I I still I remember like I cried whole night. The without my mother, I didn't like I didn't sleep one night without my mother. So that was that was a difficult night. And when I just uh, woke up the next day, and my page mate, like the boss, I think uh, slept in the lower bed. She starts mentioning, uh, Shopa, uh, did you, if you don't mind, can you just maintain one thing? You didn't, I think, moving, not moving so much when you were sleeping. I'm so, oh my God. But that's like, <laughs> that's, uh, I think that's uh, editing me. Please uh, keep that mind. I'm so definitely sure. And you know that is the first thing I think. Like okay, I have I have not do anything that irritate people or that like uh, complex any or create any complex like that uh, to other people. And and we have like a open study and study room. And if you know everyone read that in silently so no one can like the they're moving or there any kind of issues so that's the one thing at that time i started with uh, uh, i i went to i uh, started uh, uh, my higher studies in economics uh, i got admissions in economics and uh, national university and at the same time um I started like uh, a tuition to I think students uh, and uh, and at, at the same time I made some of my friends they are they are already working with Protomalo so this uh, this like uh, first time they said me oh if you have some time you can join us you can explore the thing I think you you can uh, write. So and I didn't have enough confidence because I read many books and I always read books, but I read articles and newspapers, but I didn't have enough confidence to write anything for the newspaper. So I think I feel very nervous that time. And finally, I, um, I think keeping aside all my nervousness, I finally I made the... Uh, the is uh, a uh, page in church, and uh, she uh, uh, just uh, assigned me two of articles. He mentioned like if you uh, if you will write this beautifully, then if we publish this, then we can you can start uh, the contributing part with us. Also fine. And I mentioned, like, I didn't have any clue about that, how to write the, like, you know, the good write-up or storytelling process. I didn't have any, I think, formal uh, understanding or I didn't have any clue. I just wrote and I just dropped the write-up and I didn't, I think, I didn't even uh, I know what I was going through, what they were thinking. I didn't even call them. I know that I didn't not much good in write up. So, and one day, so my hostel mate, she said like um, every morning, "Hey, please go uh, get up, get up, because your writing is published." So like and and 
Oh, and that day I'm, I feel so happy. I, I think, oh, um, that means they they were thinking about me, so I can write uh, for them. So I think that day was to twin two thousand eight eight April. So I I remember that day. What was your first uh, article about? Yeah, the first articles was about uh, inner uh, emotional turmoil. People couldn't, I think, say, uh, express themselves. This is very emotional turmoil. So that was like, a, this is an emotional journey. People always wanted to keep themselves on themselves. So And Was it a topic that was assigned to you or you could choose uh, any topic? You like oh, I oh, no, that topic was like she my I mean ex boss she mentioned like please interviewed some of the people who was going through this type of issues the emotional type turmoil and they didn't uh, express in a proper manner and they keep that on themselves and that's uh, uh, that's that that's why they've suffered a lot so please interviewed and please. Uh, uh, you have to look out other people on other people. So I interviewed many of them. How was your emotional state? And I was thinking like that. I interviewed my host and you know, they feel like they're, they were super happy for me. So yeah, that's the thing. I And and finally, I I was there like four and four and a half years on the hostel. And I got a medal, I think, like, uh, award because of I was best roommate. <laughs> I always I didn't have any issue with the other girls and women. So I, I was always very maintained the rules, regulation and everything. So yeah, and that finally my article published on 8 April 2008. Wow, 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 wow. So that's so cool. Um Well, I, again, you added one. I have another one million questions. Uh, <laughs> no, but congrats. I think, I mean, it's I, very interesting how you illustrate this is the beginning of your new journey you know, when you are 18. Because first you live with 11 people in the same room, in a new environment. You move to a new city. You study. You work at the same time. on totally. So there's so many things to handle. just, you know, Overnight, uh, so it's very, yeah. I can imagine, you know, how much it can change you, and you know how you have all this responsibility. Um, maybe just to take a step back, um, like maybe why did you decide? Why did you want to move to Dhaka? Uh, I guess you could have stayed around, you know, your hometown. Uh, Since you know it's difficult, you know, to 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 live without your mom. Uh, yeah, maybe why did you decided? Okay, I will study economics. I will study in Dakar. So basically, uh, uh, when I'm in the small town where I lived in, uh, that this city didn't have any higher educations, universities or colleges. So I have to move on, and. Uh, That's the first reason. And I, I mentioned I always wanted to be a doctor, but uh, 
and for my parents' issues. That time, I didn't like, I think, put proper attention on my admission test. So, you know, there, there's many issues are going through or are having at the same time. So that's creating a huge, I think, mess uh, in my life as well. And uh, so I think like uh, if I uh, pursue my, I think, MBBS degree in a private university, I think that would put huge burden to my mom. That's the one thing. Mm. And another thing is um, the other thing that MBBS degree is like five years for the educational part and one year like the internship. So it means like six years. But I didn't have that much time because I feel like that that time I have to have uh, I have to have pursue uh, my higher education. I think I feel like the, as soon as possible, right? If I have not <laughs> having my I think completed my graduation, I didn't get like that time. I feel like I didn't get a proper job to support my family. So. So that's the first, I think these two things, I think, I, I think, I think and overthinking on that time. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, you know, so, so you moved to Dhaka, um, you are both economic student and journalist. So at that time, like, what is your new dream or direction? Like, is it, uh, You want to, I know, yeah, what do you want, you know, you, so like, what are your perspectives back then? Or did you want to become like professional journalist? So basically, when I was working in a newspaper, everyone, everyone feels like I'm a good writer. And I want to really, I personally admit that, yeah, I'm a good writer because my storytelling capacity is, It's different. It's like it's very unique. And I didn't think so much. I just wanted to bring the true story that maybe came to the country's people to know about the people, right? So that's the one thing I like. I admit that time and accept that. And uh, And one of my, I think, best quality, I have to mention, like, when I do anything, I do the thing mindfully. I take this thing very seriously. And I put all my, my hardship and my hard work on that. And I believe that system and that work, that the only thing I can do. So that, that was the one thing. And uh, when I was working the, with Protomalo and everyone said like the country's people in Protomalo is a big platform. So now if the, each of the people in the country, they know your name. So when they like each and everyone, this like a very popular platform. So people used to read my article, read my column and uh, op-ed and they gave me many feedback and and I'm always open for any feedback 
that can be good or that can be negativism right so so and and my i think one of my skills like when i was like economics student i personally i didn't um, like to i think you know that i didn't choose the uh, purposely the economics so i think like this is kind of subject i am very good in math and so i can do that so first thing and i can bang some of the classes so i can just make up and you know the later so that was the thing because and in the second year of my uh, career in prothomalo they offered me a contract so they wanted to me as a contractual staff because i didn't have like proper graduation so i am like the second year of student when i was like 18 18 yeah so 19 uh, so and that time uh, uh i like uh, and and i was like i got some friends in my university they were super cool and they helped me a lot to i think to my uh, i think fill up all my studies and you know i worked three uh, at the same time i had like a full time job so though it is contextual but uh, uh, that was like um, i did my studies own studies at the same time i have a uh, full time job so it is contextual and one thing is i continue my tuition is so i did treat things at the same time at a time and that gives me some time i feel like exhausted but i love all those things and i mm, i like and i th- one thing i have i think like okay fine i didn't like that much uh, economics but so i choose that i have to have like a uh, i wanted to bring some good cgpa right so so i read something all night after coming back from my i work so and my friend helped me to understand the assignments to make for makeup class and you know that is the like another thing i didn't feel nervous when you know many things are coming on my plate so i think i did many things at the same time and yeah and and the economics things like i i uh, i think uh, i got a good cgp in my uh, i think honors result and i got first class in my masters so yeah and i i think i read a lot <laughs> i i give i think and now i think that like sometimes i i remember to that this i think that was really really very tough days for me when i as like i feel like that that was really tough days but yeah then i think you know the all days are some one at point all days are going or you you overcome all this all those challenges right so yeah I felt like you know you said um, you know everything you do 
you try to be the best. I mean, you try to be the best, um, and it, well, I felt like it's it's a case still today, right? I mean, with Mundan Pondu, you try to be the best, uh, but like, what's your secret? You know, like to be the best because you said you do a lot of different things. And you manage to be the best as, at everything you do, even if it's difficult, even if uh, you, you didn't particularly like economics, but you managed to be like one of the best students. Like, what is your secret? Because I'm sure, like, many people ask themselves, "Okay, I want to be good at." Uh, Sometimes we feel like we have to choose. Okay, whether we are good at uni, whether we focus on our side job. But you manage to, to focus on both and be good. So, like, what? And I don't know any any secret you might have. No, I didn't. I didn't have any. I think secret. The one thing, like, I don't want to be the best. That that gives me like, I didn't have ever have like the competitive mind. Whatever I do, I do it like a, in my manner. And and whatever the thing, I think I love the work or I love to read. So I think I saw these things like I love that. That's why I do that. I think first thing I always tell myself because I take this responsibility because I wanted to take that because I love that. So these things that I. The quote unquote love things is very important for me. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So but I don't want to be like people like sometimes people are wanted always good in what they wanted to do. I didn't think that much. So I just wanted to like portray me like as I am, right? At the same time, I didn't like, and that time I was young, I didn't have like, I think I didn't think so much and I didn't have like, I just do that. I, and I'm just go with the flow in a good manner. So, yeah. And you know, this time and situation sometimes uh, give you so much lesson and learning. And I learned that every day, every day. And whatever I'm doing right now or who I am right now, I think all those learning and lessons give me to reshape myself, what I am today, right? So, and that's the thing. I think, I, you know, the newspaper office environment is quite different. So many people are working at the same time and you didn't have, in Bangladesh, you didn't have, I like um, women journalist or writer. This ratio is very, I think, <laughs> ratio is very low, right? The male and female ratio. In, in our team, we have like two girls, two, I mean, two women writer and journalist, and 40 male. Oh. <laughs> 40 in our team, like 40 uh, male journalists and writer. And, you know, sometimes you have to, my ex-boss, he always mentioned, like, sure, but you have to always, uh, I think, uh, 
I think uh, when you are you played in a field, you have to think like two two ways or two goals in I think one manner or one way because you are a girl, you are a woman in the city, and as a single woman, as a single girl, that was challenging, right? So you have to prove yourself two times at the same time. Being a woman at the same time, being the profession, like being a writer or being a journalist. So, so that's why the the male journalist or writer they didn't, uh, I think, uh, they didn't they didn't show to prove at the same time that they can people can perceive them easily, right? So you have to prove yourself every day. So I think that's the one of the thing, and I learned many things from the newspaper office and how to deal people, how to communicate with the people. So yeah, that's like the, those learnings lessons are like very useful for me. I think too. I think to establish one as well. Yeah. <laughs> mm, cool. Also, we'll get better. We will get back on that. I just have a. So you join. At 18, uh, like the other journalists or the 40 people, what's, what was the average age at that time of everyone in the office? Mm, when I was started, I think Everest was like um, 40. So initial average. Okay, so it's like on top of two women, <laughs> 38. 38 men is also 18 years old in a world in an environment where everyone is 40 so it's also like like having to prove yourself three times <laughs> as a writer as a woman as a very young person and you did it uh but no yeah it's very interesting i think it's from what i understand is not being the best to show that you are better than other people, but being the best to show that, okay, you have a potential and you want to explore how far you can go in one, in one thing because you like the learning process, you like the effort, the work that is behind, you know, getting better every day. And at the same time, yeah, you have to prove yourself three times. Uh, very interesting. And yeah, a perfect uh, transition. Uh, I wanted to ask you, like, so you were 11 years. So maybe, again, two questions in one, but uh, yeah, first, how, how 11 years as a journalist, how do you, how does the evolution look like from, you know, the Shiropa who joined at 18, who was not too confident on her writing skills to, you know, 11 years later, what has happened? during the 11 years. And you know, what are some of the learnings that you managed to bring to make Monerbon to successful? I think the journey was like, it's like a boat in like a, I think it's like, you know, the magical carpet. Sometimes you feel like this is like something up and down and up. You feel like very, sometimes you feel like This is a very sorry experience. Sometimes you feel like very hype. And, you know, in, in the newspaper office, you have to compete with other channels, other newspapers. So every day you have to put new idea 
new intervention, new, I think, technique, right? To, and at the same time, uh, you have to lead your team, right? And being a young girl, the other team members age is like the 15 years older than you. And you have to like, <laughs> that was like one of the like invisible challenge I think I faced. But yeah, my team was super cool. And yeah, I think that's like one of the things I learned, like how to communicate and how to deal with people, right? So uh, you have, you know, so first thing I learned and I mentioned I was not so confident and I was not, I, I was very shy. I feel like, I, mean, I think I just went to the office and sit in a corner. And at that time I was not typing uh, in Bangla. I, I was not able to write right the, in Bangla in the computer. So one of my, I think, ex-bosses, like and now I admire him a lot. And uh, he one day he mentioned like, if have if you have not write, learned the writing in Bangla, I didn't publish your article. So and and please make it make it now. And I feel like I I think I cried the first time in office. So I have to go hostel on time, and I have to I think you know learn the process on the same time, and all these things. I feel anxious, and I just cried. And, and and my other bosses, she just came to me and said, like, if you're back, I think, please uh, remember one thing in your entire life. If you cried in your office, then people did not uh, recognize you as a strong person, maybe. But apart from that, the most important lesson is um, people did not give you the right feedback. Mm-hmm. So it's your choice what you wanted to choose. And and that time I just like, oh, no, I didn't want that. And so I wanted to improve myself every day. So I wanted to learn. And that time I think I, I uh, learned that type Bangla typing in one, I think, and in one evening. Mm-hmm. And I my many Bangla typing speed is super fast. Super fast in Potamalo. And everyone mentioned that my writing skill is very super fast, the typing speed. So yeah, and uh, and of course and apart from that and I I always love to I think uh, to make friendship with new people and I, I like to talk with uh, new people who are coming to our places like different, different, uh, they bring different, different issues and they can, they've uh, called me people like every corner of the Bangladesh. They called me, sometimes they appreciate me, sometimes they uh, show like uh, they uh, discuss about their issues and I think, like, I organized many national events with the newspapers. And, you know, everyone, like, Nehubar, I, like, I talk to people. People appreciate my 
communication skill every time so they feel like um shopper is something they feel like very i'm like i'm like their friend at the same time they are very uh mentally dependable uh, to me and uh, and that gives me something feel like oh so my communication skill is quite good and that is improving so and i uh, and that time i really uh, was focused on my communication skill how can i to improve the others area at the same time uh, i wanted and i received the best employee award uh, from prathamalo and from my department and of course the department was there they they feel very proud of me and they know my journey where i come from and what i have done today and and i received many um, uh, national award from from my newspapers and uh, and everyone was super happy super happy with me and everyone wanted to work with my team and they wanted to work with me even not in my i was working in the feature department uh, but uh, i i have the experience i am the only one that time uh the experience i have working with the news team the i think the graphics team the photo with the photographers and the like the other people and they give me like two responsibility at the same time once is like i have to like edit and uh, take the team lead and to uh, take the team's responsibility and uh, and they put me on one pages like which is called the nari mojo the women rights uh and women empowerment page and this is like a daily page so you have to work on the deadline so this is like a and uh prathamal is like the most circulated newspaper so this is not thing you have to work on time right on t- your like uh within the time how we can process if you delay the whole system will i think the effect for that so i always believe in the team work i think that's the one of the thing i learned from that the if the team works well everything goes well so that is it's not like individual individual things maybe by the proprietorship something like that that i was respectful on that but if you wanted to bring big impact on people's life you have to work as a team you can't do that i think individually so that is what that was one of the things i have learned and always if you meet new people new people gives you new stories new ideas i think new perspectives whatever like you didn't think maybe before or like you didn't i think uh, see something you didn't maybe you didn't wanted to face that people gives you that's experience those experience so yeah so all these things i have learned from that and and all this experience learnings lessons love support i think everything what i have achieved and what and everything i earned that was my accomplishment i earned that 
I deserve for that. That's why the, I always my ex boss said like that. You know that you deserve it. That's why they give you that. You earn that. So I believe that. So yeah, and you know this is like a. Mm, so this is something like I always wanted to do something beyond my work. So that's why I always keep the relationships, keep the communication with other people because. not only i don't i think i didn't work for my work only i did my work or i did uh, i think i brought all the stories so i wanted to i think uh, to i think show the world out so the country so this is something you have to i think focus on it or you have to Uh, experience from that, so so that was the thing. I think that's why I always I think love people. So yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I think. I mean, you you said earlier that you have this sense of responsibility, right? When you have something to do, and I guess as a journalist, the responsibility is like quite important. Especially if you say it's the most uh, one of the, like the biggest newspaper, like you have a, a, a very big responsibility uh, in, in in the messages you want to convey. Uh, maybe one last question about like related to that is, um, you know, what kind of because you mentioned like your first article was about um, difficulty to express our emotions. Uh, so throughout the eleven years, like, what did you? I know were there like specific thematics that you enjoyed sharing. What were the kind of stories that you were like, you know, that you wanted to to share? Oh, so what I think the most important thing I got my best friends from there. So this is like my. one of the greatest achievement so yeah so we are working like my best friend and i and we are working there like we started our career this a similar time not so big like one or two years like uh before and after so yeah and uh, you know i learned from that like you don't need to express all your emotion to everyone right so there can be people like you can put your emotions or you can express your emotion or you can express yourself to the right people so right people are like not like monerbon to sometimes so right people can bring some like uh mm, new thoughts on you and at the same time they can help out to i think overcome the issues or they can uh, i think reshape your things or they can reflect your own thoughts it might be wrong or it might be right right so and your any and one of the thing let this thing i always i think i have i have learned from there 
like I didn't take any decision. I think impulsively. So I didn't. But sometimes people are when they were like angry or they're like they didn't. Uh, they didn't like uh, perceive the thing what they wanted to see. Like right, I didn't uh, experience the thing. So the people are sometimes very impulsive, right? So they did, took this decision when they were in not in a good state to take the decision, and your decisions may be affect other people, right? So your decision not just your decision. When you work for other people. You cannot think only on yourself. So, I I think I always like uh, I always perceive things. I think uh, that way. So this is not my thoughts. Not only my thoughts. This is more than that. This is not my. If I if something is not right for me. I didn't perceive like this whole things is not the right. Maybe there can be some good stuff. I can, I have to learn from other people. I have to open my mind to listen other people's uh, words and their, I think, their conversation. So, so that is what that was one of the. I think, I think learning. I have learned uh from my my 11th year's career so no i i didn't take any decision when i was in in, in not in a good i think mm-hmm. state and uh, not in especially when sometimes you know sometimes i feel like this is not the right time if even people ask me repeatedly what was your decision your decision and your decision i always said people to the people like please give me some time just mm-hmm. give me five minutes ten minutes sometimes you know the newspaper office you have to take decisions immediately you didn't think uh you didn't think so much right so i just always say just give me five minutes ten minutes because i took the time because if things not going i going like right so I have to, but I have to make my team to face the consequence, right? So this is teamwork. If your decision affects all your team members, your newspaper, mm. you have to, I think, do that to understand or at least to think about the consequence. So, yeah. <laughs> mm, nice. Yeah, I think it's so important. It's a good reminder that for decisions, yeah, like uh, when we are with our emotions, sometimes that's the best <laughs> situation to take decisions. So it's always good to have time to think about it. Um, I just wonder, and then, uh, yeah, I would love to speak about the transition to Munal Bandu, but maybe uh, what were you writing about mainly? So I was mainly writing about uh, the people's story, story on empowerment, on human rights, 
uh, gender, uh, youth, and mental health. So, so basically, that was like my area of expertise that time. Okay, because that's that's good topics. <laughs> yeah. No, because I mean, I mean, uh, I don't know. I I feel like uh, it's very good topics to share about. As I mean, it's very important and. And yeah, I mean, you are like a you know, impact uh, journalist already back then. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, is it because um, you mentioned mental that you were writing about mental health? Is it is this, this the link with Monal Bondu? Like, is it something you learn more about because you had to write about mental health? Mm -hmm. So initially, uh, that twenty twenty. You know, 2012, and from I started my writing on mental because that time, uh, in my pages there is a corner like the confessions box. So every day, thousands of people, I think, they wrote their story through email, sent us through email, through I like the ledger, the actual ledger. They posted the ledger, and. Uh, And that was time the Facebook was not that much popular in Bangladesh, but they sent some. Uh, I think um, uh, they some write up through the inboxes, and I, though I like I, because of I love to learn, I love to read like new story. So you know this is a real story. This is not any fiction. So this is real story. So so I. I for the for the selection process, I always read all the stories, all the stories. I just then read the envelope and read the stories, check the email. And that time, I was thinking like I was when I, I think I was several time by talking with my bosses and the, my team member, like oh, people are suffering very. I think this is the. I think I I was thinking like oh, this is one of those. Mm, Uh, maybe the burning issue because people are not uh, comfortable to open their mind, but they have like severe, severe issues. Like, and that time that they made the social media, Facebook, uh, like getting uh, very popular. And you know, when you are not ready for the, I think, new things, but you have the things. So you didn't, I think, uh, uh, understand how you can navigate the social media or relationship or, you know, many things that are, I think, roaming at the same time. So people struggled initially. And we read all this experience from their write-up, right? And we talked, I, I think, that time, I think I have to write because the relationships Uh, patterns are changing. The because you know before that people was not like the Facebook friendship or the virtual friendship. The, like the MSN Messenger or something was like that. So people are used or like the professional uh, conversations they were doing that through Skype or something like that. Or even the WhatsApp was not. I, I I remember those days. Like WhatsApp was not that much popular to communicate for the communication. 
so uh, so you know the the mental state are changing because the new things are in your places so that's why uh, i think i have to write the the, the office uh, they gave me the assignment about the facebook issues the relationships pattern are changing mind are changing you know so something like you can be uh you can see the other people's uh, lifestyle and that sometimes give you like sometimes give you super complex situation so yeah right someone we can sometimes like we discuss we discussed a lot about like the some of our like uh, friends or even some of the colleagues they are like they feel low at the same time because they are friends maybe they are other family member they portray themselves on facebook like a super happy but actually they were not right so you know there's many things even the uh, uh, harassment and i think the online harassment that were increasing and the bullying people they exchange the some personal photos to each other so that's created a i think created a haphazard situation at the same time so you know many things are changing at the same time the selfie things so there's a new trend in among the youth so people are having selfie you know like like 2030 in the field selfie was like selfie was getting popular in bangladesh everyone's wanted to buy a new phone new gadget who have like good camera right so yeah your your lifestyle are changing at the same time in different different manner and different different way so i wanted to i bring all those things series of i think right up to navigate them and that time i feel like okay fine i have to uh read on like you when know, i have like you didn't write a proper article if you didn't have enough knowledge on that right and being a economics student i didn't have like the professional academic experience so i had to read i had to interview many psychiatrists psychologists and i pursued my office like i wanted to do a fellowship on the or at least a diploma courses on mental health because if i when i i i'm 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 doing that things i have to create that or without that i didn't i don't want it to being that topic because maybe maybe at some point i lose my credibility so i didn't want to do that and you know i'm the the office that was stop there like me a lot and they loved me so they accept my uh i think uh, my uh, expectation and of course they uh, uh they okay, they uh, i think they allowed me to uh, do the diploma so i have done six months diploma on mental health at times to know and uh, about the basic information so i i think i like the the basic terms you know so basic terms basic inter- information 
So and I started writing and I met many uh, psychiatrists, psychologists in Bangladesh. I mean, think that time the only the uh, National Institute of Mental Health. Some people, some are some are the renowned psychiatrists, psychologists. They were working there, and I, I personally, I met each of them to know them, to learn from them, and I always like. I don't wanted to write anything that is controversial, that is bring some controversy or wrong messages to the people. So that's why I interviewed them for my uh, write-up. And I think that gives me like more confident to to start Monerbonfu. Yeah. It really comes back to when you say, uh, when you do something, you do it, uh, <laughs> you really try, I mean, you, you take it very seriously. I really like it. Uh, you know, you because you said, okay, I mean, not everyone, I guess, will do a six months degree on this to make sure that it's good quality content. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I recognize a bit myself when you say that, actually, because me, every time, like, you know, like, um, I don't know, this sense of responsibility and taking stuff seriously because it might have a big impact. Um, I don't know, very random examples from my side. But, you know, like all the, with the movers program, we have to develop a lot of movers workshop on different topics like SDG 14, biodiversity, climate change. And when we started, you know, uh, like we developed most of the workshops by ourselves. But then, yeah, there is really this sense of, oh my God, but um, if we develop a workshop, it's actually very, it's a huge responsibility because it's something we will share to people, we'll share to other people. So I would spend like weeks and months to read everything I find about climate change. Then my head is exploding. But I feel like it's the right thing to do. Instead of, you know, okay, I pretend I understand something and then let's just do this because uh, we need... We need 10 workshops, so let's just do as many workshops as possible. But no, there is this responsibility. No, I cannot, it's like what is right. So I really like it when you say all of this and that you, you know, interview every, <laughs> every psychologist, psychiatrist available. Uh, so yeah, really like it. Um, and yeah, maybe like, so, okay, so you are on this mental health, I mean, understanding mental health journey. So you're writing about it. So at what time? What at what moment do you tell yourself, "Okay, I need to I don't start my own project uh, on this." So in in 2015, and and that year, like that year, like one of the. I think challenging year for money for myself and for my younger brother, actually for my family. So in 2015, um, I I think uh, my mother was going through a depression, and and of course I have the knowledge, I have the um, awareness, but I didn't. I admit that I didn't notice. Uh, to my 
formed, she was like changing, right? Like that behavior pattern because I was busy with my work. I think that was the only thing. I, I that time I was thinking like yeah, my family is good, so I can do the work only, right? So that's my career is like my first priority, right? So, and and that 2015, my brother was like, he, he graduated from architecture. And, you know, both of us are like super busy with our careers. He started his career as architect and my career, like, like turning, this is like a very big time. Oh, my career's time is very big. So, and in 2015, I, you know, one day my I I think like my mother is a always not very expressive. She's like a calm and quiet type person, very strong personality, but very calm and quiet. So I didn't like, I didn't, I think, put enough attention right on her. So sometimes I said like, why you are so quiet? I feel like this is something that but I didn't like, I didn't ask like repeatedly or like, or noticing something like that. But one day she feel like she's like a very uh, pain on her body. She didn't feel like she didn't uh, do that appetite. I think starving at like loses all this thing. And she, he feel like she didn't, uh, he didn't want it to speak to us like something like that because he, she's not like, she's not feeling good. And, uh, and she was not like, and some, she felt like some was like the, uh, she was like, very, very, I think like disoriented person. I feel like that. So, and when I saw like that, I didn't think already many days are gone. So we have to take her to the doctor. And I, that journey was beginning, I think began from that point. And I was going, I think I, I remember that day when my brother and I was going to the doctor and doctor say like, I, my mother didn't have enough confidence to work. And like, I mean, so, oh my God, what has happened? And we didn't understand, didn't have clue, we didn't have proper, like, you know, proper information what we can do at this moment. And I speak a lot of doctor with a lot of doctor and and so her examinations, papers or everything. They didn't find anything. So she didn't feel well. So we admitted uh, we have admitted her in the hospital and one night, two nights, three nights and we spent a month hospital to hospital, doctor to doctor. And I feel like that was like a nightmare for us. I didn't used to see my mother like that. And 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 that was the time. And, you know, I have to work with to the office and perform like others time. I didn't say to the people like, okay, I'm not feeling well right now. I didn't have, I didn't listen to you 
mindfully. I didn't have that. I, I was not in that state. But, you know, the stigma, I feel like, oh, if I say like that, maybe they can, and I mean, they could perceive me differently. So I always like very preventive to people, to show people like I'm okay, I'm okay. But I was not. I was I was like devastated and all those nights that's like seems like nightmare to still nightmare to me. Because I didn't know what we can do or what we should do on the other side. So that was the thing. And apart from that, the another issue, uh, we feel like and after one month, uh so one of the doctor from the uh, ICDJRB, he said, like, please uh, bring your mother. I mean, you can visit a psychiatrist, maybe. Your mother have any physical issues, but I think uh, he, I think she uh, has, like, something mental issues, maybe. Maybe. She said, he said, like, maybe. So you can visit. Do you know someone? Say, yeah, yeah, I know. So that time I was, I mean, both of my brother and I, we are going to the, that the same day, we're going to the psychiatrist. And, you know, when my mother talked with the psychiatrist, for the first time, I, and then I feel like I can see some light on this darkest tunnel. And I, you know, the, I didn't see anything uh, on the tunnel, the journey. So for the first time, I can see the light. So and that that was like the, the and my mother, the doctor said, psychiatrist said separately, like she was in deep depression and anxiety to stay alone in the home. Why didn't you understand that? And I, I admit that I didn't understand. And I don't know. I, I said, like, it's all my faults. So he said, no, no, this is not your fault. But, but you have to have, I think, notice your mom every day from now on. And you know, that was like another journey started from there. So I brought many uh, sketchbook to activate my initial stage. That was like, I we have like huge fight with my mother. Someday I feel like I feel restless. Why she didn't work properly? Why, you know, that was the time. Sometimes I feel like what, what I have, I, I mean, I should do right now. How I didn't see wanted to see my mother like that. And then my, I think my mind could not permit. I didn't give my mind to see my mother like that. So and the, all this stuff, such changings, and at the same time, uh, you know that was seven two journeys. I'm a, I was a caregiver, my mother and I, especially I'm the elder one, so I have. 
I think the more responsibility than my brother. So, uh, and uh, like, you know, the responsibility uh, as a caregiver, that was huge. And as a caregiver, I feel like that sometimes I was not in good state. Sometimes I was not, I don't want to able to talk to people. So, but I have to work and as a well manner every day. So, and that journey and finally, and all this process, like the psychosomatic, my mother was in a psychosomatic process, the body pain for all these things for the psychiatric issue and uh, her, and her, her like the uh, uh, thing, sleep disruptions issues and anxiety, many things. And, and throughout that time, I learned many things as a caregiver, as a mental health passionate people. So I learned from internet. I learned from the expert. I talked to my other friends who were, I think, studied in the psychology. I think each of them, my mother's doctor, were so good. And they, and finally, with all our efforts, my mother overcomes all those challenges and she seems like the previous one, the strong woman who didn't, I th- who, and I think who did, who did able to like handle herself, who has like confidence, who has like mindful, I think strong mind. And, and for the first time, I feel like that the attention, the, all those care when someone was going through that the all most of the time not every time most of the time people only gave attention to the only the patient or only the victim right but the caregiver who are in a who were sometimes in a same pace all in a like in a different manner might be but in a same pace so he or she need the same attention, same care, affection at the same time. So that was my realization for the first time. And I realized one thing, if something like that, uh, some places we can go or, you know, the struggle, like I didn't stay my uh, to keep my mother alone in the home so I always have to bring someone in my home and for like for the for her I think accompanying her and something like that so if a place is like that so people can go there or they can speak or they can something like that and and people did not have if I uh, I I have like the I think like I have enough knowledge, but I didn't have right because people didn't talk about uh, much on this topic. So that's why I didn't understand. If I really, if I every day learned uh, from this issue or on this topic, so I maybe I can understand on the first phase or initially, but I didn't. So all those things and when my mother cured from the depression and the sleep issues and, you know, she can handle herself 
very strongly right now and the happy person so and i feel like oh if people seek support if people get the proper i think treatment or proper therapy people uh definitely uh, overcome all those challenges struggles so that i think all those realizations brings me to establish monarbundhu and initially 2016 i started informally like uh, in january informally we just created a website because i have like another job so i didn't keep so much time on it so i i have i created a peer support group who are like comes from many different places and especially the i reach out to the right people like who are the, creating the content uh, who are the counselor and i you know and the right people and uh, we are doing some peer support program and at time we did some workshops on responsive parenting and you know in 16 or later i think um later 17 the blue whale game all all this stuff are coming and people parents are like very anxious to like what are the things are going on right now on internet and everything and we are doing some responsive parenting uh stuff and and 2016 we exist in uh, late 2016 we registered our organizations and uh, and we started i think uh one step at a time to i think uh to start monerbondhu and elia and then it started and 2019 i feel like monerbondhu 2019 early 2019 i feel like monerbondhu uh is is something that i really wanted to do that because i i love to write writing is my passion but if i quit my job i can write right but i always wanted to support people more than what i am doing right now because i always wanted to be a doctor but i always wanted to that right so doctor can no that can can save people's life so so i think all is that things was in my i think in my mind so and i started uh, so i was like i you know that i spent so many years on this place so i can do that uh, what other people do that just giving a notice and quit the job i didn't want to do that because they are one of my family say so they were there for me in my good and bad days so so i just uh, one day i just i ready myself to do open these things to my boss and i just shared what i wanted to do in my life and yeah of course that was very shocking for them and they didn't understand i think initially like uh I, you know the the career with the the newspaper that was very glamorous very secured and i'm the top star like superstar writer you know everyone knows me 
so this is like a day thought sometime like do you think two times on it or you just made your mind i just made my mind so they know me so they they i think they understand that like if i made my mind so i think <laughs> i will do that so and they think like okay fine then uh, uh okay fine so you cannot do that like in a two months notice so you have to have stay in six month here and of course that process like that was like i have to um uh giving all this my responsibility to the others one and uh, i feel like you know, i've always there for you if you need anything you can just a uh, call just give me a call i was um, i'm always there for you so yeah and then in 2019 finally and you know the others people like whenever say like oh you can do the monal bondu they didn't take it seriously so they feel like what you can do monal bondu as a uh, side business or as a hobby or part time things extra curriculum like that so yeah but i made my mind and i have a super supportive family so i didn't i think you know they give enough clarification to them so i just i even i didn't discuss i just said my brother and my mother like i wanted to quit the job to start honorable and i wanted to do that and my family have always enough trust enough believe on me and then they like okay you can do and you know the even some people said like oh you didn't have like if monobondo doesn't work properly what should you do i mean like this is like a super bad decision you have taken your life so and and my mother always said like if you take the wrong decision if you those many thing take the decision make it right way so i always keep that on my mind like and said like okay fine i have the i have knowledge i have the communication skill i have like academic i know you know the academic certificate if monir bondhu doesn't work i can do anything but i have i didn't i think keep any regret in my life i wanted to do that so yeah i'm kind of like quit my job and started monir bondhu fully <laughs> yeah cool wow uh wow no so many so many so many lessons learned from everything you shared uh i think yeah first how brave you are i guess you know like quitting as you mentioned very clamor very comfortable position not only financial or whatever but also the prestige that come with it to try something people don't really believe in it yet but you really believe in it i see i think it takes a lot of courage you know to say uh, to reach this point where you're like okay i need to be full time on this i need to see until where i can bring it and um 
And also, yeah, I think it's very interesting. I mean, I feel like the mental health issue has so many layers. The first one is, I mean, the depression, the anxiety, the toxic positivity on social media, so many things. And then the other layers are, um, it's difficult to identify because there is lack of awareness, lack of what can I do actually if I, 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 I have this or if my friends or family have this and then another layer which is mental health of the caregivers it's so interesting that you mentioned this um, and, and, and yeah so like so you start Monabondo then you become full time 2019 so there is peer support group articles and uh, contacts of mental health professionals Obviously, COVID happened, I guess, a few months, like one year after you became full-time. So it, it changed completely, even made the problem of mental health much bigger. Uh, but today, if like, we look at Mona Bondo, there are so many things that you are doing. Maybe could you, okay, let, like an overview of okay, Mona Bondo today. What, what is it? What's available what is everything that Monobondo is doing? Right now? So, yeah, Monobondo, like, of course, we started our journey in one step at a time. And we wanted to, we always wanted to um, make sure to the people, to the professional counseling, right? We didn't, uh, we didn't keep the people like the counseling who didn't have the proper I think uh, certification or experience. That was like we start when we started when it's like very small. That time we we wanted to make sure that and one another thing is the confidentiality and the judgmental issue. Right? As a society, so if you didn't keep the confidential information, people didn't have enough credibility to you, right? They didn't show the credibility. They didn't trust you. So trust is a very important thing at the same time. And at the same time, sometimes we are like, we are assuming people to listen their words, to see their body languages, or sometimes, sometimes, you know, the socioeconomic background or something like that, you know. But maybe you didn't see the proper quality of this human being or something like that. So so sometimes we're very and I, we think I feel like we're very judgmental to the people, you know? So and and all those things that's why we wanted to keep these uh values on to put our core values like we always wanted to make the counseling in a confidentiality manner. We wanted to keep people uh, uh, the professional counseling from the expert, and uh, uh, we maintain the, I think the non-judgmentally the conversation to our client to each of one, and we wanted to practice in our daily life, right? So, and apart from that, we always maintain to show the mutual respect. To the people, I think whatever their like background they are coming from, or what are their community, 
that really doesn't matter to us right so i right now we're providing the one to one counseling in person online and during the pandemic pandemic really changes our uh, like the business models our our like the way of thinking right so we have done so far like 54000 individuals counseling uh right now and still that are going you know that with the support from the UNDP uh youth collab that was like a, when like that was a uh support like what are like the true friend have given to you right when the moment you need the support they were there like as a true friend right and I'm really really not like I'm, I each of time I like really, really I appreciate and I'm grateful for the support and that brings changes like mm, mental health scenario in Bangladesh so we can do that right and that gives us the confidence to our team as well at the same time we have created content in bangla so there are many content uh in internet like uh, in english and most of the english but like other languages as well but people most of the people are bangladeshi are like uh here in bangladeshi so we we wanted to educate people to promote the mental health awareness to the people so people can speak or can share their thoughts to the right people or to the and they couldn't feel like we if i have like mental health issues i am like alien you didn't know so that's why we have created many content to bridge between the people to our counselor or to the expert right so this is like a please and this is the one of the channel to reach out the people at the same time we have created uh, like uh, knowledge based tools like uh, uh, like the uh, assessment tool like the self questionnaire so you can like uh, that can like provide in the um, assessment to you yourself or you can uh, see where you are right now what what are the support yeah uh, i think you should seek from the people so yeah and apart from that we have a radio show when we have aired like like almost we have 500 episodes and we started it uh yeah, from 2016 uh, september the radio show and that was a very popular radio show so like like a podcast and and this uh there were two hosts and uh, one expert uh they were there people can ask questions and that was initially that was like a radio show and eventually people wanted to see the uh, expert so that was like right now we are sh- showing them on facebook as well like a live show so people can ask questions and have a uh, television show on a uh, i think on a nagorik tv this is one of the popular tv channel private tv tv channel and that 
we wanted to, I think, bring those show because some of the people, they didn't listen the radio, but some of the people, they are like, uh, uh, watch the TV. So they can questions to our counselors or experts to resolve their issues from any part of the country, right? So, and apart from that, and we have like, we, we have a research team. We researched like contemporary mental health issues as well as the uh, ongoing issues and data. We're working on that because in Bangladesh, it didn't, uh, we didn't have enough proper research on mental health topics, right? So we wanted to do that. And apart from that, uh, we have an exciting project with uh, the regiment garments worker, especially the women worker. We always uh, uh, wanted to take pride because, you know, that we are the first uh, organization and company to work for the workers' well-being in the factory. And so far, we have provided uh, like... Um, Eighteen thousand to provide to the eighteen thousand IMZ worker, you know, and we see the huge life changing impact on their life, and that really motivates us to do more work. And in twenty twenty, we have established a well being center in one of the factory, not the Tosifa in in the outside of Dhaka. Uh, in Gazipur, and that was like well-being center for the worker. And and in and at the factory, there are like a, um, eighteen thousand worker are working on this factory. So they take the services from that. And uh, and apart from that, you know, we have right now we are providing the uh, uh, with the funded by UNDP, we are providing the fifteen hundred entrepreneur to uh, to build their capacity uh, to uh, make sure their well-being and uh, and and some of the thing to avoid themselves uh, uh, on mental health issues or self-care right so women entrepreneur 1500 women entrepreneurs and oh, uh, UNDP is another the platform platform and also we have work uh, we are working with the migration a migrant worker with a different faucet. And uh, and another thing is that we have like a uh, we we have partnered with different organizations for their staffs uh, well being and workplace well being as well. That's like that is that we're increasing right now. And uh, and the the startup Bangladesh Limited, you know, the startup Bangladesh invested Monal Bondo and to, to develop the um, whole structure of the country's mental health issues to bring new intervention. And we, we are working on that right now. And yeah, of course, we wanted to do create more impact on people's life, truly. Wow. Uh, <laughs> wow. How many are you in the Mona Bondu team? Oh, right now we have like 25 uh, full-time people and 10 are like contractual to work with the 35 
and many of the people who are like uh, working with us uh, in a contractual and on demand basis okay well now it's amazing uh yeah <laughs> anyway you are at the individual level at organization level at systemic level at everywhere i know it's very impressive um yeah it's great i, I yeah i don't know it's uh, <laughs> i don't know what to say it's so very very impressive like everything you do the impact that you have and will have um and how i mean you mentioned yeah 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 okay you you mentioned like the like mental health Length, right, but the landscape or awareness has changed over the years, um, and yeah, like from what I hear, yeah, like you are really the the one the organization who's really you know been behind all of this. Uh, so yeah, it's amazing. Uh, like, I know I really like you know when you say uh, because when. When we look at Mona Bondu now, you know, if I had asked this question first before everything, it might scare people as, you know, oh my God, they are doing all this stuff. It's, you know, so amazing. But, you know, you mentioned, yeah, we started step by step. We started with just a few things. And it's crazy how fast uh, you guys started to do all of that. So, yeah, congratulations. Um, Thank you. <laughs> Like, you know, through this journey of Mona Bondu, I don't know, was it, um, yeah, how did you manage to, because I don't know, it sounds easy, you know, like when you share that, like, okay, we started, we had this, now we have all of this, but I guess it wasn't, was it, was it, I don't know, I mean, you will say no, but was it easy or like what were, how was the journey? Like, did you ever think of giving up? Did you ever doubt that you would arrive there? And maybe do you, did you, do you think that you found success yet? For me, I, I, I think you do, but like in your personal opinion, like, do you think you still have a long way to go next? Well, so. Honestly speaking, uh, of course, when you uh, crossed a path, so of course there there were like uh, ups and down. There are like a, there are like many unwanted circumstances. It didn't like you know. So like COVID or like other thing. So you couldn't control that, right? Or or something like that. So, and at the same time, uh, of course, I didn't feel like uh, we are successful. But in that way, we're successful. I feel that because we wanted to reach to people. We always wanted to do that. People knows. I think uh, our name and they can seek support, right? So 
still the journey is we have the long way to go right but the journey already turns it has started right so the journey has started that's the i think the biggest step i feel like the biggest success if i mention like sometimes we are we i think we were thinking so much uh and we didn't we didn't start our journey sometimes some people did that but we we have started our journey and the journey is continuing and we are on the i think on the road so yeah of course and and of course through this road all the roads will not be smooth will not be perceived as we wanted to see that right but if we prepare ourselves for all those circumstances all those right like the mm, i think the smoothness versus the the tough or rough times so yeah then maybe we can't deal the issues in a good way or in a i think that wouldn't be i think give heart to many people so yeah i that's that's the thing and the success i i always says like i believe in teamwork right so if team doesn't work well you couldn't do i think individually perform well maybe you were the leader you were you have to like uh, as a leader sometimes like you know the, as a team leader or as a leader i always think like i have to do some things that gives team to i think the inspiration or something the the motivation or navigation to do the i think the work in a right way right or i can just bring themselves as in a, under the same umbrella this is like our vision where i we can share the same vision right if you didn't if your team didn't have the same vision you can't at, at the end of the day you couldn't perform well you couldn't i think uh, overcome the tough time you can this is the like team you couldn't do that i think individually or face all these things but you know if we didn't if my i mean i think supposed to say like if i we didn't give the proper counselor maybe i'm a good leader maybe i'm a good i think boss but my team doesn't work properly so as i think there was like a risk to lose our client so people can lose their faith on us so it's like a teamwork so i always believe that i i wanted to bring themselves in same pace to share the same vision so our same vision is like we wanted to bring changes in people life in a good way we wanted to help people right we wanted to pay, help people to provide the proper professional psychosocial counseling 
to bring changes that people who wanted to be there for themselves in their like tough time so people can perceive us as their friend of their mind right so if if with if that's all the team members all the team if they i think feel like that realize that that can i think that can be a like a proper or or like is this is something like you can share like a collective vision so that brings you like a uh, create a, like really a better place for the other people right so yeah that's why we are working here we are working <laughs> for how the people you, how do you make sure that your team is aligned with the collective vision So that's why we do the supervision sessions each of the month by an international expert. We give them a well-being leave to maintain their self-care as well. And apart from the other sleep and when leave and everything, we do weekly meeting and they can talk about like anything. So this is kind of a session to share their issue, struggles, and something like that. And uh, and I and another thing is uh, they can take the well-being session from the senior counselor from the expert uh, once in a week, right? And we do many team, I think, teamwork. uh training as well and you know we and we celebrate like each of the occasion so each each of the occasion so we celebrate everyone's birthday we celebrate everyone's like anniversary and something like that we celebrate each of our like the valentines day to new year to and we are not only we're working here for the work right this is like a team teams like a i think it collective uh, community right so we celebrate our life and you know this is like a mental health organization when you see like someone feel low and then we this is place you can share so we assure them to that if someone say like not in a you know sometimes we didn't uh, accept the some words what are not like the what you didn't wanted to hear right so but this is a place you can share but maybe you might be wrong you might be wrong but you can share so if you have any doubt if you have any confusion you can write you can say then our work is to navigate you in a right way if you feel like you are wrong or you might be saying any wrong words so and apart from that we provide them the training and we have like a ethical code of conduct and so all the staffs in monorepo not only the counselors and including me i have bound to i like Uh, maintain all those uh, code of contacts to maintain the 
issues even when we are uh, uh we're going to like um, uh, signature to the environment's principles like wp's principles before that before that when environment send us mail like you are selecting from the process or like uh, you have to have the signatory of the wp's principles before i before uh, the signing i i call a meeting and i explained everyone this is not like this is not my signature of course i represented from monobondo that's why i i have signed there but if each of you are aligned with this principle if you feel like you maintain those principles the seven principles then i can do that not before that this is not like my decision mm. so i'm so please read that carefully mindfully and then send me your decision if are we able to maintain this or not if not then we can we can't do we can just we didn't want it to show everyone that like we are like if wp is signatory no this is not like that and then i yeah so the most of the time some of the things i always listen to them mindfully always always and you know that's the one thing like i have like i have very open mind i can take any rejection any criticism and you know any of course like um i think anything i can i can accept that my mind is ready to accept that maybe people would not be aligned to my vision but not this is not my vision this is not shilpa apas vision this is like monervanus vision this is a collective thing mm-hmm. organization maybe one person represents organization that doesn't mean monervanu and shilpa apa is like the same no organizations is really bigger than a person that's why this is called organization so yeah cool yeah yeah it's so interesting for me there's two things that are really like is the first one is what you just said about the collective vision is that it's not your vision it's everyone's vision and it comes back i think to when you always say i love meeting new people receiving the new ideas and i feel like in monerbundo you know like everyone as you just said when they come uh do they agree to the vision is there anything the, your vision evolves with the people who join the adventure and i think this is very important to give that ownership to everyone and the second thing i really like is when you speak about emotions and that people are welcome and encourage to share how they feel because you know in many organization you have some sort of mask where you have to hide your emotions 
But the thing is, you are still the same person. So, and your emotion will obviously affect how you feel today at work, how you work. So this mask is, uh, it's just hiding behind the mask. Maybe because the organization don't let people share their emotion and they give a mask to everyone. But in your case, there is no mask. You acknowledge that people are the same, you know, in their personal life and professional life, that they have emotions and they can share it and people care about each other. So I think it's very important to highlight. Um, and, and maybe also because, yeah, you as a, now you as a mental health uh, expert, uh, <laughs> I, I have a question. Uh, maybe people ask you this like all the time. Um, but maybe what are your own practice, routines, tips, tricks, secrets, recipes that you do for yourself, you know, to preserve your well-being and mental health? So, uh, in every Monday, everyone take the well-being sessions. So, of course, I I need to take, and of course, I take uh, uh, the well-being sessions as well from the expert. So, you know, to to declare, I might think, to, I think, uh, impose, I think, to all that, reduce all this, I think, uh, negative emotions or something like the stresses, everyday stress and all of that. So, yeah, and that's the one thing I have, like, I have done in, and uh, I'm doing, like, every month. So, that is something that others people what they are doing right here, and I'm I did the same manner. And apart from that, uh, I do I, I mentioned I do meditation, and and uh, listen music and podcast, and and that was like a, I if I didn't like you know so uh, listen the music. I think I can't, I think, breathe, I think, properly. So that was like my, I I believe in me time. So, and every day, whatever happened, I just keep like five minutes for myself to spend five minutes to, to me, I think. And I reflected uh, my own works every day. Whatever I have said, I have like, uh, I have done anything. You know, sometimes, and one of the things, if I might wrong, or if I did wrong, or if I, you know, uh, did something not in a good manner, I always say sorry first. I didn't have any ego. So that was the like that that gives me less stress. So yeah, I admit my if if I were wrong, I admit my I think fault or I admit my lackings or shortcomings. And and I always try to move on uh to improve myself every day if i say like if things doesn't work properly i 
never ever um, blame the situation. You know, so and I learned it. I have learned it from my coach to how to move on and to improve yourself better every day. So and I think I'm built in. I'm very friendly. So yeah, I like to talk people <laughs> and <laughs> and like uh, I didn't feel sad. I think in a longer manner and. You know, I love to smile. I always and uh, and spend. I always love to spend time with my family, friends, and of course the teammates. And yeah, and I am trying to maintain the healthy lifestyle from the last six months. But yeah, this is like a difficult job for me right now. <laughs> But I, I'm trying. <laughs> I don't want it to give up, so I'm trying. And yeah, so yeah, this is, yeah, uh, I think all I have done so far. And uh, yeah, I, I always wanted to like, I love people, and without any expectation, without any. I think like yeah, yeah, expectation. I love people. I'm very people person, so yeah, I love people. Cool. So a lot of things to preserve your well-being. I let me highlight the five minutes a day to reflect me time that maybe the listeners can also you know uh, take away with them and try to do. And five minutes might not seem too long, but it's actually it's difficult <laughs> to take five minutes of your delegate. Yeah, like most of people don't do it. Uh, so yeah, try, try. Um, cool. Uh, it's been two hours already. Uh, I love it. Uh, we'll just end with my three questions that I always end with. Uh, the first one is okay let's go a bit back in time uh you are 18 it's your first day in dakar maybe you have cried already maybe not uh so you can meet the younger shiropa who just arrived in dakar and you can tell her something what would you tell her mm. Life is adventure and you are the driver to navigate this adventure. So ready yourself and move on. I love it. I have to share with you my one of my favorite quotes. Um, uh, well, it's a, I don't know the exact wording, but it's something like... Uh, uh, there, there are 1,000 defini different definitions of the word adventure. Adventure is itself a dictionary of our life. And I really like it because it says, basically, that there are as many as adventure as there are people. We can all live 
an adventure in our own way. We should not let people tell us what kind of adventure we should take because it all depends on us. And it's, we are the, the captain of our adventure, so I love love your advice to younger Europa. <laughs> I agree with it. Um, okay, now we look at the past. Let's look a bit at the future. Uh, but how do you want people to remember you for and to know you for? Mm. Okay. So I think remember for myself that I I was always there for them whenever they have like good times or bad times. I'm always there for them. And I when they are with me, they feel loved. So that was the thing. And of course, and this is connected to the mental health. So, and if I will not be there on time, maybe they they will remember the Monerbuntu and Monerbuntu, I think, here years, two years, hundred years, thousand years, the, the vision we have established just started and people take the I think this vision or the the mission to their life they are keeping those mission year to year. Yeah, interesting. Life is simple. <laughs> <laughs> cool, I really love it. And uh, how would you describe yourself in three hashtags? Mm. Kind. Mm. Courageous. Smile. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I love it. Uh, cool. And my really last question, but yeah, how can people in general you know, support? the mission of Monad Bondu or support your mission? Why should people and how can people contact you if they want to do anything with Monad Bondu? Okay, we are always welcome to uh, new people to Monad Bondu. I think in, in any manner, like people can always wear people's friendly organizations and wear I like to swear they're friend of their mind. So anytime anyone can reach out to us through our website. And if people just write the um, our name, Moner Bondu, on the Google, they can find out us. And uh, at the same time, they can reach out to me uh, through my Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram. Or they can find Monerbuntu through Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Oh, TikTok also. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> we are on TikTok now. Oh. So, yeah. Okay. So, and we have a helpline number. So, people can uh, uh, reach out to a helpline. And we have like a 24-7 helpline. So, people can reach out to us through the helpline. 
And of course, they can write email anytime from anywhere. Cool. The helpline is for people in Bangladesh, right? Only. Yeah, yeah, people in Bangladesh. You know, most of the other people, they can phone, they can call us through the WhatsApp. So, so yeah, so we have different number who have like WhatsApp number. So people can call us through the WhatsApp in a particular time. Okay. Cool. Uh, thank you so much, Shilopa. It was very amazing, super inspiring episode, recording discussion with you. Really loved it. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. There's so many, so many things to take away from how you just try to, to learn, be better at anything you do every day, how everything you do, you got some learning that you brought to the next phase of your life and how, yeah, you genuinely care about people, about the impact that you can have and that, yeah, I don't know, like so many, so many, so many, so many inspiring stuff uh, that I need to process <laughs> as well. Uh, but cool, no, everything you mentioned, I will put, uh, I can put links, you know, in the description of the episodes, I will do that. Thank you so much. Thank I think it's you. such an important episode as well to speak about mental health. Uh, so yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me today. And I really enjoyed and loved all the conversation. Yeah, so, yeah thank you. And thanks for always giving me so much inspiration and motivation to, to do better work. <laughs> thank you. And always believing in me. Congrats for listening until the end of this episode. Of course, to best support Lifeline, you can share this episode to two of your friends and subscribe to the next episodes on any platform. See you next time. 